Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hi, Ingrid. What's happening? What is up? How are you? I am doing amazing. You are? Yeah, I just had a really big shift in energy. I've been going through so much shit lately, and yesterday had like a full nervous breakdown. I called you in the morning, as you know. (laughs) Yes, you did. So I got some (laughs) really good Scott astrology advice, went to some somatic trauma therapy Mm -hmm. that my chiropractor does which was incredible. Mm. Um, Dr. Bobby Jones at Zen Wellness Mm -hmm. and then had some Reiki. So it was a full day. Yes. But I was in there to release some anger and take accountability for my part in how my nightmare has been playing out lately. Yes. Yeah. Just had some really honest conversations with some friends I was having issues with and I'm feeling like a whole new reality has opened up for me. Mm. So accountability and releasing anger. Yes. Yes. The conversation we had yesterday morning really was like a catalyst to take ownership of my actions and being able to communicate that to the people that I'm in relationship with shifted everything. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm very proud of you because, you know, this is something we've been talking about a lot on this podcast Yeah, last week I was crying about it, saying like, no, no more relationship stuff, please. Yes, exactly. You know, that's that's what's going on. You know, we've talked about Chiron a lot in Aries, which is the wound to our self-confidence. Venus was in Leo, which is opening the heart in relationship, being vulnerable. Yeah. That's the key of vulnerability, right? Is saying like, this is my fault. I'm I'm the one that's I'm taking ownership, my responsibility for how I played a part in this situation. Yeah. Yesterday you said you're going to have to be vulnerable and you're going to have to be courageous and have these conversations. And yeah, it was really uncomfortable for me. It was a lot of fucking work, <laughs> but I think sometimes we don't place enough value on our mental health. It's expensive. Like I had to spend some money to go to the Reiki and the somatic therapy and if I wouldn't have like bought these tools for myself, I don't know what would have happened. I felt like burning my life down <laughs> and the work that I put in really paid off and I'm able to salvage two really close friendships, I think, yes. because of the work that I put in. Yes. And it was fucking torturous. Like, Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the only reason this even happened is because we all had a horrific fight. It wasn't just out of nowhere. I decided Mm-mm. to shift everything. It was falling apart for months and then culminated into like a, a massive blowout. And when I spoke to you and we looked at your options, it looked like you were standing with two paths and neither one looked good. <laughs> no, they both looked <laughs> fucking horrible. But there was one path that was much more clear that you had to go down and even though that looked horrible you just have to go down it and you did and 
you came to a clearing and now everything is like wow you you're friends with these people again and still and <laughs> dude my my entire reality has shifted from from 24 hours ago mm-hmm. it's actually unbelievable <laughs> Yes. Like when people said they go go through like a portal. I'm always like, what the fuck is a portal? Another reality? I don't know about that shit. <laughs> it just seems a little bit much for me. But I swear to God, I just like went through like a tornado, a horrible nightmare. But anyways, but I came out the... But that's the portal. The portal is not like some... You Magic know, fairy dust. Yeah, it's like you're going down the rainbow slide or whatever. No, it's it's intense. And it's scary. And you have to hang on for dear life, and you have to be brave, and you are all those things. And you look lighter right now, too. You do look lighter. You look younger. I mean, you're young, but you, there is a, an ease about your face. There had been a strain on your face. Like, the last time we recorded, you know, and I showed up here, I was like, oh, boy. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was right after one of our ridiculous fights. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I do. I feel lighter. I want to feel some relief and some change has really happened internally. Good. I'm so happy. So what's happening with you, Scott? What's happening with me? Exciting news. Uh, I have a YouTube channel now. So Yay. that's... <laughs> People have been telling me for years, like, you need a YouTube channel. And I'm like... Mm. He always hates on youtube he never wants to hear it so i'm so excited i can't wait well it's the same with instagram too it's like you should be doing videos on instagram and and the thing for me is it's easy for me to sit here and have a conversation with you i'm looking at your face i'm watching your reaction and i'm speaking based on what i see it's a whole other thing if i'm looking at my face talking (laughs) talking to yourself exactly you know like even if i was just looking at a camera that is a little less unsettling than looking at my own face so it's like instagram (laughs) yeah on instagram or on youtube too because i'm going to be looking at a camera on my computer yes so i'm going to be doing more lives on instagram and the instagram lives are, are just kind of like me if i have a thought during the day something that I really want to share, like an impulse, then I'm going to be on there sharing it. Uh, The YouTube is a little more structured. I'm not going to go so far as say it's like a curriculum, but it's more of of a subject that I might want to... But the the YouTube... The YouTube, I sound like I'm... (laughs) sound like I'm like 80 years old. The YouTube. (laughs) YouTube, you can share your screen. So that's that's the thing that I like about YouTube is astrology is a visual it's a language as I always say. So that'll be more of a teaching channel for people. Yes. Yes. In order to learn a language you need to learn how to read it before you can really articulately speak it. Of course you can learn how to speak it by hearing it, but when you see the words and you understand how they're put together, that's when your your level of fluency goes to a different height. Well, and I also want to remind everyone, they can always reach out to me for a reading. If you want to find my YouTube page, it's on the website, theweeklytransit.com, our Instagram page, at theweeklytransit on the Instagram. The Instagram. I'm doing that again. <laughs> Jesus. But you can contact me for a reading, If you want to know how the planets are 
influencing you specifically? A reading goes really deep into who you are and why you're here on this planet and just collecting all the pieces and parts of yourself. And a lot of the time it's not any new information necessarily. It's like a reflection of these things that you already kind of know about yourself, but you don't know what to do with these pieces. Mm -hmm. And a reading really puts your life into perspective and allows you to use the tools that you do have for a greater purpose in really understanding your life and why you're on this planet. So if you want to go deep and you want to do some work, Scott will be there to reflect some shit for you. (laughs) Yes. But also too, it's like, it's funny with you, Ingrid, whenever you're, you're going through a crisis and I shouldn't say whenever you are like, you're going through a crisis every week or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look at where the planets are in relation to your code And I'm just like, yeah, I know. I see it. But it helps give you some perspective as to why. And I tell Ingrid, well, this is only going to be happening through December. So. And then I cry. (laughs) (laughs) So the light's at the end of the tunnel, always. Yeah. I mean, Scott really is the. I mean, you're the first person I call when I'm having a crisis. And. Oh, I love it. It really helps to yeah put everything in perspective and understand why things are happening so you can work towards them instead of just like saying like why me like why is there more shit on my plate Mm -hmm. i don't want any more shit yes (laughs) i'm tired of the shit yes (laughs) and scott's always like well the shit is there to teach you a lesson so (laughs) and then i cry yeah exactly i love it (laughs) i don't love you crying of course not (laughs) no Happy to be here for you, Ingrid, as you are here for me and the amazing work you do on the podcast, the editing, the Instagram. Well, should we get started on this week? Let's get started. This week, career, communications, courage, and relationships, your favorite subject, Ingrid, is back. (laughs) Now I'm feeling a little more excited about relationships now that they're not basically ending every moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and you're so much stronger in relationships because of this. You are stronger in relationships, and your relationships are stronger. And that's the whole point of what we're going through in 2020. The world is melting down around us, so you need to improve who you are in relationship. The way that you've done relationships in the past is not going to sustain into a healthy future. So you're you're going through these experiences in order to be better at relationships so that your relationships are more solid because you're going to need solid relationships in order to sustain and thrive in the coming years. So this is the week of October 5th through the 11th theme of this week is courageous communication in career and relationships so on monday october 5th we're looking at the moon which is the planet that represents the emotions the moon will be in taurus taurus is the sign of security finance financial security and all material matters including art culture and food but not just limited to those things everything that has to do with material value and security so when the moon is moving through taurus it brings an emotional awareness to those themes financial security what it is you value what are the material objects in your life that make you feel emotionally secure. That's what we're talking about when the moon is in Taurus. 
And so the moon on Monday is going to be aligning with Saturn in Capricorn. Saturn is the planet of restriction, limitation, the authority. Saturn is in Capricorn, which like Taurus is an earth sign. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, so Saturn is in a position of power here. Whenever Saturn comes into alignment with the moon, even though this is a harmonious alignment, it creates some restriction, some discipline in a sense. So Capricorn symbolizes the career. It symbolizes achievement, your ambitions. So the moon in alignment with Saturn is going to bring some emotional restriction towards your value sensibilities, your financial security, and how that relates to your career and your achievement. So the question of the day is, what do you need financially to feel emotionally secure as an authority in your life? Does that mean just taking a look at maybe how much income you're making and seeing if that fulfills all of your basic needs? And like yes. Maybe, yeah. Maybe planning for the future, like if you're not getting any of your needs met. So is like your career making enough money for you or is it providing for you? So I think, yes, that is an example of answering that question. Another one, which is kind of along the same lines, but it's maybe a different wrinkle is not only are you making enough money, but are you feeling like an authority? Are you receiving the recognition that you desire out of your career. Yes. Yes. So what you said about making sure it's making enough, you're making enough money to provide for your material needs, but also are you receiving the respect that you deserve, that you feel you deserve for what you put in to your career? So what if you don't feel like you're getting the respect that you deserve? Now's the time to Maybe talk to your boss, let them know the value that you bring or that you feel you bring to the table and that you're not receiving an equal exchange. Would that be just like monetarily, like you want to raise or just more on the acknowledgement side where you just don't feel like maybe you're being respected or... Could be both. Either or. Yeah. It depends on your situation, but that's something to look at. It's something to think about. And it's something to potentially bring up. And a third way is if you are the authority, checking in with your subordinate and saying, do you feel like you are receiving what it is you deserve in this job? This is assuming that the subordinate is somebody that you really appreciate and they do do a good job. But if they are, appreciate them. Let them know, like, you here's a little more responsibility for you. I trust you. You've done a great job here and I'm ready to give you a little more of the work so that you can raise your status in this environment by taking on a little more responsibility. And maybe that means you give them a raise. I don't know. But it's kind of nice either way to just if if the employee is somebody that really wants to achieve something at the place of business to give them a little more responsibility to empower them tuesday october 6th the moon moves on to gemini so the moon again is the emotions 
After Taurus comes Gemini. Gemini is symbolized by the twins. It's an air sign. It's a mutable sign. Air is communicative. And the mutable signs are the stimulators. They're the ones that stimulate us into moving into the next season. So the moon in Gemini is going to bring your emotional attention to communication, to communicating what you feel, what's going on with your emotions. There can also be a duality in the emotions. You might feel really good or something might happen that makes you feel elated and excited and then something happens that makes you angry. So this is the twins. They're different. They look the same, but they're different. So that's the duality of the moon in Gemini. Now the moon in Gemini aligns with Chiron, which is the wounded healer, which represents where it is you feel you have a wound you can't recover from. But the symbol for Chiron in the language of astrology, it looks like a key. It's a broken cross of matter atop a circle of spirit symbolizing the wound that occurs to the eternal soul in the world of matter, but it also looks like a key symbolizing the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. Perfect example is, you know, whatever happened to me in the last 24 hours. Totally. Exactly. Where was my Chiron? Well, your Chiron personally is in a similar place to where Chiron is right now. Where Chiron is right now is in Aries. Aries is the sign that represents the self-confidence. This is the ram. The ram is very courageous. It's ready to smack horns with another ram to lead the pack. So everybody is dealing with a wound to their self-confidence. You've been dealing with a wound to your self-confidence in relation to these relationships with your friends. By courageously facing the wound to your self-confidence and by doing that and being totally vulnerable by saying, I'm taking responsibility. By doing that, you've unlocked the ancient wisdom where all of a sudden your friends were like, we love you. Let's not fight anymore. You know, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. If you really use these tools, like channeling the ram and being courageous, but being courageous does not mean that you do not feel fear. It Mm -hmm. means that you move through it anyways, regardless of the fear that you have and the discomfort that it brings along. None of that is easy. Pushing through for hopefully making a change in your life is so important if we don't use that key yep then what was all that shit for like we went through all this shit for nothing yes amen i love that and it's important to also remember that when you're looking in the mirror like if you scream and yell at yourself in the mirror that's the reflection you're going to get back it's the same with people if you're going to scream and yell and say it's your fault You're the one that did this and I hate you. What are they going to say? Oh, cool. Yeah, no, they're going to scream back at you and they're going to say, no, well, you did this, that and the next thing. And it's like just goes back and forth and it's exhausting. Yeah, that's literally what has been happening for like six months. Yes. Everybody's blaming it. Stop pointing your finger and start pointing your thumb. At yourself. Yes. (laughs) So the moon In Gemini, aligning with Chiron and Aries is a perfect opportunity for just that, for really having the courage to communicate and express your emotions. How can you communicate your emotional needs in a way that heals the wound to your self-confidence? I mean, I think we already answered that, is by taking responsibility and owning your part. When you do that and then you allow the person that you're in relationship with to speak 
and you really listen to them. If the person that you're in relationship with is like, well, you're an emotional wreck. You're, you're fucking crazy. Own it. Okay, you're right. I have been. I've been crazy. And I have been an emotional wreck because of this, that, and the next thing. And that's not an excuse, but that's why. But you're right. And I'm trying to be better. I want to be better. Can you help me see exactly what I did that has caused this reaction? What are they going to say? No, fuck you. I hate you. Now they're going to be like, okay, sure. They'll be shocked. They're going to be shocked. (laughs) What? Okay. Yeah. Because they're expecting a fight. But sometimes the greatest courage is ending the fight by coming to the peace table and saying no more. We don't need to do this anymore. Wednesday, October 7th, Mercury, the planet of communication, the planet that rules the conscious mind, how you receive information, process that information, and communicate that information to others. Mercury is transiting through Scorpio. Scorpio is the deepest, darkest sign. It is the most passionate sign. It's the sign that is symbolized by the scorpion. It's very mysterious. It represents secrets. It represents the world of the unseen. And when I think of the world of the unseen, I think about you, Ingrid, and your friends and the karmic bond that you share with these individuals. Your soul and your heart is tied to them. You can't see it, but you can definitely feel it. And when they hurt you hurt. When they're angry at you, you get angry at them. It's This is the divine karmic relationship that we share with the people that are closest to us in our lives. And so with Mercury moving through Scorpio, it's taking our conscious mind into these karmic bonds. And it makes us paranoid. It makes us manipulative because when your soul is tied to somebody and their anger angers you, it can cause you to really want to do some things to protect yourself. Well, first, like pointing the finger, like you're angry and you made me angry. Mm -hmm. Your anger like ignited me instead of like looking at ourselves first. Yes. It's also like talking behind someone's back saying, well, they did this and they did that and this and that, but they're not in the room. You're not saying it to their face but you're saying it behind their back. That's the shadow part of Scorpio. The light part of Scorpio is having the willpower to say, you know what, I see this darkness and I'm going to walk through it. And when you do, like you did, you transformed. And you're like, this is the craziest thing. So on Wednesday, October 7th, Mercury is going to be aligning in an opposition with Uranus in Taurus. Uranus is the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, and independence. Uranus moving through Taurus is shaking up our value system. As we spoke of earlier, Taurus is the sign that represents financial security and all material matters. So Uranus, in its slow transit through Taurus, is shaking up our relationship to the material. It's asking us, What is it that you truly value in the material world? So this is an alignment that is going to happen three times over the next six weeks. It happens today, October 7th. It happens again on October 19th when Mercury is retrograde. 
And then it happens a third time on November 17th when Mercury moves forward again. So this is why lessons, they take time to learn. So really mark these dates down in your calendar and think about your relationships during this period and how they evolve. The question is, who holds the puppet strings of your mind and how do they affect your material security? When there's these repeat patterns of the same planets coming up and the same alignments, that usually like the first one is the most uncomfortable because then you can learn a lesson out of it. So the next time it comes up, you can move through a little easier. Mm -hmm. The next time it comes up is even smoother. And hopefully by then you've learned that lesson. So... I mean, for me right now, it would be those friendships that have been like fucking with my mind. Totally. I've, I've been losing my shit over here. So recognizing it and it has been affecting my like material security. Mm-hmm. So what do I want to do to shift those karmic bonds? What do yes. I want to do to maybe protect them or maybe release them? One of the two. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you can move through that discomfort with vulnerability and an open heart maybe you can unlock a reality that you didn't even know would exist right on yes and that's totally possible with mercury and scorpio because it's it's the sign with the most powerful will i mean the scorpion is tiny but it's deadly it's very powerful don't underestimate it thursday october 8th we're looking at chiron again the wound. The wound and the ancient wisdom that's unlocked through healing that wound. Chiron aligns with Venus. Now, Venus is Lady Luck, the planet of love and beauty and relationships. So, again, so Venus is in Virgo right now. Virgo is symbolized by the Virgin. It's an Earth sign. The Virgin is very meticulous wants to see the details of everything, is very observant, very analytical. So Venus, the planet of relationships in the sign of the Virgin, is really asking us to take a very focused, detailed, analytical look at our relationships. And with the alignment to Chiron, It's bringing in the wound to our self-confidence. So really taking a focused, detailed, analytical look at your relationships and how they affect the wound to your self-confidence. So the question is, how can you best take an analytical look at your relationships in order to heal the wound to your self-esteem? So whenever you feel activated by someone you're in those close relationships to, that is somewhere that you need to focus and... Most of the time, the only way you're going to get really deeply triggered is by people that you're karmically bonded with, people that you're in real close relationships with. So there's something there to work on and it has to do with your wound or you wouldn't give a shit at all. It wouldn't even bother you. Totally. So just paying attention to who triggers what inside of you (laughs) and then instead of why yeah then instead of taking pointing it at them taking a look at yourself and saying why why does this hurt Mm -hmm. what is not healed i wouldn't be irritated or mad or sad or anything if there wasn't something inside of me that was unhealed yes and it's important to make sure that when you're using that critical eye that you're not just using it to criticize the person that you're in relationship with that you're really looking at your own imperfections as well. But at the same time, not looking at your imperfections as their imperfections, 
learning to appreciate what seems off to you because that is a part of the whole design in the first place. Whatever has happened for me recently, I actually feel super grateful for that horrible fight we had because otherwise I wouldn't have even had the insight to like look at myself and say why. And that was the key. Yes. Was really like looking within myself and seeing what I could heal from that would shift everything else. And you having the humility to look at yourself. That's what the virgin's all about. Being humble. You know, you weren't like, no, you're wrong. It's not about me. I didn't do anything. When I told you that you need to look at yourself and how you played a part in this, you were like, you're right. I hear you. Yes, you're right. I mean, that I wanted to pat you on the back across the phone because <laughs> it takes a lot of courage to be humble. Yeah, just really taking your ego out of it and stop pointing your finger and look at how you play a part in it. Friday, October 9th. We're talking about two new planets that we haven't spoken about this week. Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, is in the sign that it rules, Aries, which we've talked about at length this week. And it's going to be aligning very stressfully with Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, planet of transformation, in Capricorn, which we spoke about earlier at the top. So this is the second of three times that we are experiencing this transit. This transit occurred on August 13th. It's occurring today on October 9th. And it occurs a third time on December 23rd. So before I get to the question, so Mars, the god of war, squaring off with Pluto, the god of death. I mean, this is an intense... (laughs) alignment where the way that you take action the way that you act is being forced to transform in some way and it may be a very uncomfortable transformation the reason why this is happening three times is because mars is retrograde so the first time on august 13th mars was moving forward pluto was retrograde then now mars is moving backward pluto is moving forward And on December 23rd, Mars and Pluto, when they meet up for a third time, will both be moving forward. So now we're at part two of this lesson. So in what ways can you act differently in life to create a new reality, specifically for the purpose of your career or through your relation to authority? Taking ownership, just taking a hard look at what role you play in your own life. What are you doing for yourself to get you there? Not letting things just happen to you by like happenstance, but making an active effort to make a change. Being responsible for yourself, taking responsibility for your own authority, your own agency. You are responsible for you. So it's not easy to take responsibility for yourself. You did. It wasn't easy. But when you do that, you're rewarded. Yeah, just taking a look at how you can move yourself forward in your career. What have you not been doing? What can you do that's new that will get you where you want to go? And another way, too, is like I just think about your situation in terms of like if it was in a career, like you might not like your boss. You're like, my boss sucks. They're always they're an asshole and they're doing this and that next thing. But what if you changed and went to your boss and said, what can I do to help you today? What have I done everything today? that is up to your standard? Is there anything else that I can do 
for you today? If you do that, your boss is probably going to be shocked, but it might be difficult to do that because when you do that, it feels like you're swallowing your pride or in some way. But really what you're doing is taking responsibility for your situation. And it's the same the other way with the boss. If you're not happy about your subordinate, maybe you need to talk to them and say, is there anything that I can do to make this job easier for you or to help you in this job? I see that you might be struggling a little bit here, but what can I do to help you? Is, is something not clear? Can I help explain it a little better? You know, so often the boss might be so busy because their job is so important. They're so busy all the time and they put somebody in a subordinate position. And it's like, let's see if they sink or swim. And they and, don't have all the tools they need to succeed. Exactly. And then the boss ends up getting pissed off at the assistant for sinking. And it's like, well, you didn't train them. Well, I don't have time to train them. Yes, you need to make time because if you don't make time, you're setting them up for failure and you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. So take the time to train your employee to do the job that you want them to do. Saturday, October 10th, we're looking at four planets in two different alignments. We're looking at Mars, the god of war again, aligning with the North Node. The North Node is the symbol that represents the karmic pathway of your soul, your soul's purpose. So the North Node is in Gemini, which we talked about earlier, which is all about communication. Mars is action in Aries. And this alignment is also happening three times. Interesting. Yeah. The reason is, is because Mars is moving retrograde. Oh, so it goes forward and then backwards and then forward. Exactly. I see. So because Mars is moving backwards, when it was moving forward, Mars aligned with the North Node on August 26th. It's aligning today as it's moving retrograde on October 10th. And then it aligns a third time on November 11th with the North Node. So this is an opportunity for you to align how you act, this is an opportunity to align putting your words into action. What is your purpose as a communicator and how can you put your words into action? How can you courageously help others discover their personal truth and be heard? Just to lead by example, hmm. say how you want to communicate and then follow through with it. Be the example. Yeah, and communicate that to the people you're in relationship with so they can be inspired to do the same. Encourage them to be courageous and shift things by changing their communication style and knowing that when you have a win and you share it with them, then they'll be courageous enough to know that even though it can be really uncomfortable, that there's a possibility of having a really good outcome. Yes. We always think we know what the outcome is going to be, so then we avoid it. Mm. We know that it's going to go bad, so we don't want to go there. But if we try something new, we might just get a new result. Yes. If you play the same key over and over again, and you're expecting a different sound, you're going to go nuts. You need to try a different key to create a different sound. So it's the same in life. Try a different tactic. You've been playing the same key over and over and over again, expecting a different sound to come out of the instrument, and it's not. <laughs> That's how relationships are. If you're approaching it the same way over and over and over again, you're going to keep getting the same result. 
Switch it up. Try something new. Try being nice. Try being loving. I think it's just like we're not always taught communication skills and we just get into like our old habits, whatever our habit was, our our pattern was growing up. We adopt that and we just keep doing it unless something really shifts our reality. Something like usually some sort of like fight or some conflict in our life is asking us to change. Life takes work. So sometimes the work is only inspired through some horrible conflict that forces you to change or else you're going to destroy yourself. So when you're born, you're this wet piece of clay that then hardens. And in order to reshape it, you really have to chisel at the mass in order to reshape it. And it's not easy. Venus, the planet of relationships, is aligning with Uranus. So we've talked about both of these planets. This is still on Saturday. So the same day that Mars is aligning with the North Node, Venus is aligning with Uranus in Taurus. So this is, you're communicating in a new way. You're putting your words into action and it's causing your relationships to shift. So how would you like to shake up your daily routine in order to attract the perfect relationship? And I talk about daily routine because Virgo is all about the daily routine. It's all about what you do from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep and and everything in between. It's about your routine, your job, your health, your diet, how you take care of your body, what you eat. So this all impacts your relationship. And with Venus being in Virgo, which is an earth sign, and Uranus being in Taurus, which is also an earth sign, this is an opportunity to really shift your reality. Maybe shake up your relationship in some way by just doing something different, like what time you eat. Or maybe if you don't eat together for lunch, today you do and you start a new habit. Can it also be about like if you take care of yourself and you set yourself up for success in your daily routine, whether that's, you know, eating right, exercising, getting all your stuff done, then you're able to show up to your relationships in a different way because you've nurtured yourself. Yes. Yes. Taking care of yourself, doing a little exercise, eating right. When you do that, you're in a better mood. You're a better partner. You'll find a better partner. When you're doing all the things that you love, making time for them in your daily routine, you're going to just shift your energy and that's going to allow you to have better relationships and call in people that you're in alignment with. So true. It's like whenever I do readings for people and and there's planets moving through the sixth house, which is associated with the sixth sign, which is Virgo, which comes right before the seventh house, which is associated with the seventh sign, which is Libra, which is marriage. The whole point of that is because... If you want to attract the right partner, you need to create the right routine for yourself. It's like you end up with a partner that you don't like. They're just a reflection of you. Well, you're lazy and you you drink too much or this and that, but then you're doing all the same stuff. So if you want to attract a partner that hits a certain amount of levels as you, then you need to start implementing those requirements into your daily life into your daily routine sunday october 11th we're looking at a triple alignment three planets aligning with each other at once the sun in libra 
is the first piece. The sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality wherever it goes. Libra is the sign that represents relationships. It's symbolized by the scales, which represents balance, harmony, equanimity. We're also looking at Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of expansion, the planet of luck in Capricorn, which we've talked a lot about in this episode, and then Neptune, the planet of dreams, fantasy, illusion, compassion, the god of fresh water in the sea, in Pisces, which Neptune rules, which represents the unconscious, the subconscious, the dream world. So these three planets are all aligning with each other at once. This, this is the culmination of the week. Relationships, career, and compassion. Relationships, expanding your relationship with the authority, expanding your relationship as the authority, finding compassion for the authority, finding compassion as the authority, and all of that creating balance in your relationship. So if we look back at the example of like the boss and the employee, we've had some talks during the week, and now we're able to really take a closer look at what each is doing, the job of the boss. The subordinate looks at the authority and says, okay, well, I see that their jobs may be a little tougher than I thought. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit for being in charge. Or, for the other way, the authority looking at the subordinate and saying, wow, I I should really appreciate them more because they really do a lot. And if I didn't have them working for me, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So it's about creating that balance in the relationship, creating the equanimity where it doesn't mean that the subordinate has the same authority as the authority, but there can be equality in the relationship where there's a mutual respect and that mutual respect comes from compassion. It all starts with the compassion. Mm-hmm. Once you have compassion, then you can reach out and create balance and then that creates an expansion in your relationships. Yes. And the way you get to compassion is by delving into your... Subconscious? Yes, your subconscious, your psychological baggage. If there's something that's triggering you about your boss or if there's something that's triggering you about your employee, where does that stem from? What are you afraid of? Or what needs are you not getting met Mm. and being able to ask for them in a a kind way and express yourself instead of a demand you can make a request of somebody and if you want compassion you can share why why this is important i need your help because if i don't have your help i'm not going to be able to get this done and this is what we both want to get done our objective our goal our sense of achievement you both have a goal can you help me achieve our goal Right. It's so definitely a better way to approach something than saying, why didn't you do this? Why, why aren't you doing your part? Yeah, that's it. Then someone's on the defensive if you ask for help and explain why, more likely you're going to get a good response and someone who's eager to help you achieve the goal. Yes, rather than putting them down for not doing what you want them to do. So if you're curious about how all this is affecting you directly, contact me at theweeklytransit.com. 
Thank you, Ingrid. We will see you again next week. See you next week. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.